That's right, kids. It's once again time for Comics in Christ. In today's episode, Blessed Be. So, here's the thing. I need some help. Can, can someone come forward and help me preach today? You do realize you're offering to help preach. Come on forward. I need a helper to help me preach today, and my dear, lovely daughter Annie is going to help me do that. Today. I want you to tell our dear friends about our hobby so that they know what's going on. Tell our dear friends about our hobby with the microphone at your face. This may come as a surprise, but this guy loves to talk. <laughs> it's, it's such a, he loves to talk so much that his hobby is talking. <laughs> so. Annie and I do a podcast together. And we try to work on ways that we can see the face of Jesus Christ in very unique places, like... So yeah, we love pop culture stuff. Musicals, wrestling, comic books, movies, you name it. We try our best to incorporate that into the life and work of Jesus Christ. And we spend a lot of time practicing and praying over that stuff, and you're going to get a little taste of our hobby today as we look at the Beatitudes. I want you to think about what Jesus Christ does with the Beatitudes. Jesus Christ takes the opportunity to take the weak and show them the path of becoming strong. Jesus Christ takes the examples of humility. He takes the examples of being in places of need and uses them to explain how to become places of strength. I want you to think about all the way to the point of the great Messiah's arrival to the world. If you think about the Old Testament, if you think about everything that laid the path towards the coming of the Messiah, the people of that time period were looking for a great shepherd, this great strong leader, this great strong warrior at times to come to overthrow the government to overthrow powers that were oppressive, to be this big, strong person. But what did Jesus Christ do? Jesus Christ came in the image of a baby. Not a warrior on a horse, not a political powerhouse, but a baby in the manger. An image of vulnerability, an image of complete need, and the image of something that needed something else to help it to grow and to find its place of importance. Jesus Christ's entire life focusing on these Beatitudes is a person that explains it is out of weakness that we find strength. And if we start with strength, we'll fall to weakness. The necessity of everything that leads up to who we will be. There is times in our lives that we have to hear no, because if we do things at the wrong time, in the wrong order, at the wrong place, it's not long lasting. It may even be misconceived at times without going down the proper path. And Jesus Christ showing this path from weakness to strength shows what it means to empower people to give and live and to share in many blessed ways. 
There's so many ways through popular culture, dear friend, and you're going to be my pop culturalologist today. I want you to share with our dear friends this idea of the Beatitudes and how that our weaknesses can make us strong. Are there people within the analogs of popular culture that have taken a weakness, a fear, a worry, and have grown through that to find a place of strength and mobility? Definitely, there are so many. Here's one. Oh, that's the wrong. You went the wrong way. There you go. Sorry, sorry. The green pad. The green pad. The Batman. <laughs> that's, that's the first example, the Batman. As a young kid, he is... That's your mark. He one time, if you watched the Christian Bale Batman movies, when he was a kid, he fell in love. And that's how he grew into his fear of bats and stuff. And because he fell in love, and bats were tied and he was freaking out. And his dad came and took him back, and he said, Roots, why did you fall down? So we can get back up. Later, his parents died in an alleyway, leaving an opera show. And so he was just really in this dark place with not knowing where to go and stuff. So then he went, when he got older, he went on a path of like figuring out what his purpose was. And that's how he became the Batman. And he took the form of what he feared. And used it to make it become his strength. Yeah. We find a way to deal with the things that we fear. And if you look at these Beatitudes, if you look at the weaknesses, they're also fear. They're crippling things. To be poor, to be impoverished. To be weak, to not to have the strength, to not to have a voice to, to speak for yourself. There are weaknesses that we can feel pushed down and knocked over by. And if you if you take this phrasing, why do we fall down? So that we can learn to get back up. When Jesus Christ is making this statement, the poor will become rich, the weak will become strong. It is a promise, an example of what it means when we look at something outside of ourselves, when we have our rule of faith that we can focus on, what that rule will empower us to do. The, the, does the bat have a rule? Yes, it only has one rule, and it's that the bat does not kill. He'll incapacitate you, he'll beat you up, he'll put you in jail, he'll do whatever it takes to get you off the streets and people safe, but he will not kill. And it comes from the source of where his mission begins. The mission began with death, and now it becomes his image, to become an image of preserving for life. If you think about that in the idea of the Beatitudes, when we have our rule that we follow by, when we know that there's one before us that is setting the path, setting the way, setting the standards of everything that we need to do, we have that focal point that it robs the strength of the hindrances and empowers us in such a way that we know that we have an importance in faith. We don't feel impoverished. We don't feel weak. We have a Redeemer that points the way that gives us strength to grow and important strength to live in a great way. Now here's the thing about going through this in a path, and sometimes we have to hear the word no so that we can grow. If we do things too early, it may not set the example for someone else through the journey. We can have things handed to us, and we ourselves don't cherish it, but also, when we're going through this journey, 
it inspires other people to follow on that journey with us. Sometimes our own battles with the living and the weaknesses to moving on to the strength becomes the reality that we are not on this journey on our own. And then when we wait for the proper time to reach the rewards of success, our life might not be the only one that's changed. It could be someone else's life that is changed because of our journey. Is there any work of literature or history that shares that story? Yes, definitely. It's a, it's a really big book. It's, I don't know, this thick. It's really long. But it could be that it was changed into a musical so that you don't have to read the whole thing. It's given to you in song. Uh, <laughs> it follows the story of an ex-convict named um, Jean Valjean who was put in jail after stealing a piece of loaf to feed his sister. Yeah. <laughs> You're the expert. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and then when he's set free after he spent his time, he went to a church, and the, he was given a place to stay and to eat by the priest. And then one night he fled with the candles and wicks and other valuable silver stuff, but he was caught by police there and he was brought back to the church and the priest there was like I handed them to him I have set you free now and do the same on the others yeah so he was set free because there was someone that understood the greater need but who actually struggles because of observing yeah. all this one of the officers that looked over you know while he Jean Valjean, while he was in prison, was Javert, and throughout the whole thing is he's trying to catch Jean Valjean because really he's supposed to be in jail because he stole all this stuff and he ripped up his papers because he was a free man. So the whole thing is Javert's trying to catch him because he can only be, he views things in one way. You're either all good or you're all bad. And because Jean Valjean did some bad stuff, he views him as only bad and he's trying to catch him. Yeah. Yes. And that's the reality of that change. And he struggles with that because when that you look at the people outside of the concept and going back to the scripture, the people outside of the weak and the poor, there are the people that start with empowerment. And there are people that are only able to judge and to balance things based on their empowerment. And they can only see things in the black and white images of their empowerment. And sometimes there are lives that come along like John Valjean that shows this different path, this different reality, and it makes people see, my gracious, it doesn't have to be that way. And sometimes if we get stuck in the black and white world and we don't look outside of ourselves and look outside of the possibilities, there are some dear souls that get left behind. Sometimes those dear souls are the people that have to deal with that reality within themselves. And when we talk about the, the police person in, in Les Mis, and we talk about how that he sees a different reality because of the life that Jean Valjean lived. Sometimes we see a different form of life because of the way we live in our own lives. There are times that we set black and white expectations on ourselves, and we can only be one way or another. We can make this terminal flaw that will continue to hold an image of who that we are, but we realize through opportunity 
through going through the path, through not just being handed things, but actually going through the path, that even though that within ourselves we feel that we are an image of bad, we might actually become, at the very end, the balancing force of something good. Is there a story like that? Oh, yes, definitely. The story in life of Darth Vader in yeah. He starts off as a young boy and he's trained in the ways of the Jedi. But then, after he's influenced by Palpatine, he becomes Darth Vader by doing all the bad stuff that he did in Episode 3. Yes. But yeah, and then through the original trilogy, Episodes <coughs> 4 through 6. He is shown as the the main evil bad guy throughout the whole thing, trying to just crush the rebellion and bring balance to the no. Oh, sorry, I skipped ahead of myself. Bring balance to the galaxy, be like the one leader on top. But then it's through the influence of his son, Luke Skywalker, that he realizes that he's not just the bad guy that he grew up grew to be famed. He is still the good Anakin Skywalker that's in him, and he sacrifices himself to save Luke and just help destroy the Death Star and yeah. save the galaxy. And you see this sort of this lifelong process of just kind of living through being the image of the bad guy, but it's actually his actions in the very last good movie of <laughs> him setting everything free. And that's a beautiful thing that we can get stuck in the weaknesses and the flaws and forget that we're beautiful. We can get stuck in the weaknesses and the flaws and forget that we still have an important place. Blessed be the ones who are weak. Blessed be the ones that are poor because there is a place and a journey for them to find their beauty in the eyes of God. If we start with that beauty, we don't cherish it. And if we start with that beauty, we, we don't understand its true value. And we have to go through the journey. We have to hear the no's so that we can even be put in our place at times and deal with even worse bad so that we can get to the greater good at the very end. Is there a story like that? Yes. Yes, there is. It starts off with a prince named Adam, and he's very much the... If you think of a selfish person who's full of themselves, like, I'm the best because I'm in a place of power and I got money. Why are you looking at me? Well, <laughs> 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 yeah, like, <laughs> you wouldn't think of Prince Adam, you would think of the Beast. And it's he becomes the Beast by denying an older woman a place to stay during a storm. Because he only views her as she is on the outside of her, like, older... You're not, she doesn't look like a beautiful young woman that he'd be like, yeah, sure, come in. No, he's just like, okay, no, you don't fit my image, so stay out. And then we she turns, yeah. And then she turns into a beautiful enchantress, and he's on his knees begging forgiveness because, oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, you can come in. I'm sorry, but then she's like, no, I see you for who you are on the inside, and turns him into who he is on the inside. The beast. And because of that, other people around him suffer. All his servants and people who work for him get turned into objects, and they're stuck like that for all of eternity, unless someone can learn to love him for who he truly is. 
And that is the beauty of Jesus Christ. Jesus sees our true selves. Jesus sees the person that we are in our suffering, the person that we are when that we are uh, just dealing with reality. And Jesus Christ sees the true us. And kind of like bells that in the beast free at the end of the movie, because that Jesus Christ sees who that we really are and is willing to take that step of ultimate love for us with his death, burial, and resurrection, he sets us free to become the people that we fully are and to live life as the people as we fully are. And yeah, sometimes we have to deal with the hard sections of our lives like the Batman. And sometimes we have to go on journeys that transform other lives like Jean Valjean. And sometimes like Anakin Skywalker, we need to be reminded that we are people that have potential. And like the beast, we need to be reminded that we are loved for who we are. We can live the fullness of faith and grace. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be, may the force be with you. This has been a presentation of DWO Podcasting.